Oh, thank you. Thank you. We're, we're going to push the button here. <laughs> She's whispering because we're on. But Oh, but we're not real. Oh, crud. Everything's new. Everything's new. Oh, my goodness gracious. Hi, wow, look at her. You're all... Uh, <laughs> make sure we get this here. Yeah, all right. There you go. Make sure you get the whole thing. <laughs> oh, and you need a monitor. Yep, yep. There we go. Oh, no, no, Yep, sure. Well, now that it, because it needed the leg, because of the leg. Oh, for fuck's sake. This is, oh, no, that's not what you want. You don't want to be looking at that. I mean, on the sex show, maybe some people do, but that's not what we were, that's not what we were going for. Oh, man, you are here on an interesting night. It's already uncomfortable. I'm already awkward. <laughs> Welcome back to Late Night Playset. My name is Jay Ryan. It's sex night. <laughs> Hope you had a lovely Valentine's Day. If you didn't, we're going to tell you how to enjoy the rest of your February. Uh, Mrs. Ryan's here. Our guest is Ariel. How do you say your last name? Zadok. Zadok. I've known you for, like, years, and I've never had to say it. I've written it. I've never had to say it. <laughs> okay, well, I don't want to upset anybody. Uh, so anyway, Ariel's here. She is a sex coach. So will we be talking about that? I mistakenly said therapist earlier. I, that's because I was channeling the old Saturday Night Live, and I'll take the rapist for a hundred, Alex. Uh, <laughs> but uh, 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 sex coach. She's a sex coach, and she's going to be in here, and we're going to be answering your questions because I'm already awkward and I already don't know what to talk about. Uh, Mrs. Ryan's here. We got some new stuff, new toys. We're going to be talking about that and uh, and you and all of your questions. See who's already here. Anybody? Uh, Skip Ploss is here. Thank God. Thank God Skip Ploss is here. Tom1983SC is here. Chris has a camera. Nico Nutters. Um, thanks for being here, everybody. Oh, and some badges. They're already buying badges. Yay! Badges for sale, everybody. Badges. Uh, take it away, Will.
just for you. We redid the bubbles. Uh, Fresh it. bubbles. And in fact, that before we do anything else, that leads me to viewer mail. We should probably talk about viewer mail before anything else because we got more bubbles. <laughs> Here, let me turn the bubbles off so that you're not slipping and sliding out of the chair uh, in that getup that you're wearing over there. <laughs> Uh, welcome back to the Late Night Playset, everybody. My name is Jay Ryan. To my right is Nicole Ryan. The echo goes away right now. I feel like that's going on. Yep. I think we're good. There was a little hum there I could hear. Which is gone now. Better for my brain. How about you? I can hear it, yeah. Whew. Uh, it's a wing it show. <laughs> it's a wing it show. I've been in the studio since about 8.30, 9 o'clock this morning doing stuff that hopefully... <laughs> I don't know. You might actually notice that looks pretty, pretty crisp. <laughs> pretty crisp. Uh, I tooled up the lighting a bit in here. Uh, some stuff that I meant to get to over the holidays, and I did do stuff over the holidays. It was just everything, whatever. Bigger job. You know how it is. So uh, did some more of that and uh, feeling good about it. But our guest showed up. Mrs. Ryan was in the chair. Like, I hadn't even done a blue card yet or anything. So what I'm getting to is it's the Wing It Show. Another Wing It Show. Uh, the only thing I can guarantee you is that we are going to be talking about sex. I'm already uncomfortable, as I told you at the top of the show. Uh, not for any other reason other than uh, inside I'm still a little kid, and sex makes little kids uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the truth of it all. Uh, I'm pretty sure I'll be able to handle it. I am an adult, and I've had some sex. <sighs> maybe we'll tell you why I have such a thing with it. Maybe, probably not, but maybe. We'll see how I feel. <laughs> Anyway, um, so so that's what that's what that's what we're going to be doing this evening. Uh, it's uh, Tuesday, February fifteenth, twenty twenty two. It is Tradecraft Tuesday, and as we do every Tradecraft Tuesday, we medicate the misses with some sticky vape from our friends at Tradecraft Farms. And I'm going to bring the audience in here, right over there. There we go. I love it. Uh, sticky vape today. We're having an upper. You got yourself an upper there. Uh, that actually you chose yesterday. We opened up yesterday. It's called Sour Diesel. I really like Sour it. Diesel. It's a sativa. Looks like this from our friends at Sticky Vape. And if you do, par- there you go. And if you do partake in the uh, the cannibal cannabis, uh, if you smoke the weed, <laughs> um, <laughs> you, you're gonna want to check out the, these tradecraft guys. I, you know, I was never into weed, so I didn't really. It wasn't a thing I really knew about or or had my hand in. Um, but ever since they moved in across the street down, down by the, uh, the L.A. Uh, downtown arts district there, uh, they have been supplying the missus with some, uh, some medication here in the form of the sticky vape stuff. And uh, I guess you get some pre-rolls and occasionally some flour from them as well. But uh, mainly it's the stickies. And uh, that's what we medicate with on the show for your me- medical, medical, what is it? No, your multiple sclerosis, but it's your medical, it doesn't really matter. I guess it's, it, you can have whatever you want because it's legal here uh, recreationally as well but for you i mean you need it medicinally medicinal that's the word i was looking for medicinal marijuana yeah it's legal how you feeling today it's a crap day today's rough but it's very disconnected so i feel fine because i don't feel anything you don't have to do anything for this show just enjoy the ride i hope that uh, everyone will get to talk <laughs> i <laughs> certainly hope it's not just me because uh if I didn't mention I'm already uncomfortable. Hey, look, seven <laughs> badges already. Seven Woo! badges. Card done yet, guards are at. Today's show is the fl- flummoxed show. Yeah, but I'm really excited about it. Uh, I'm really excited about it. And uh, and I'm really excited about some other things. So we should probably talk about them. Let's see. Let's start with this one. 
oh, what's that? Who's here? Well, nobody necessarily, but that pretty soon is going to be part of uh, a new segment called the Playset Pop-In. And I think what we're going to be doing uh, is we'll have our main guests on Thursdays from now on. Well, we'll try. This is going to be the goal. And then we'll have Tuesday's show. will just be us. And then if there is a guest, it's a Playset Pop-In where we get the... And then they come in and it's a little bonus type of deal. You know what I'm saying? That's Cause a lot so of our, fun. A lot of our old friends that we used to uh, uh, have on the show in the very beginning still want to do the show. And we still want to do the show with them. But you know how it is with like the clicks and the views. When you're chasing the clicks and the views, they need the names and the who's and what's it's and the shiny thing, shiny thing. We've seen him already. And I'm like, but we want to hang out. <laughs> so whatever. So maybe they hang out on Tuesdays. It'll be a place that pop in and it goes like this. Now, obviously, all I'm trying to show you is that we got a sound effects thing over here. So, 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 if we wanted to do this, something like this, for the people, the purists out there, I won't be doing this very often, but the purists like things like this. <laughs> I've loaded in some other ones for when a guest, uh, perhaps I don't like something they say. <laughs> and by the way, they're all touch sensitive, so if I really don't like it. <laughs> Uh, this one's for you. Phew, phew, phew. But mainly, just whenever we have a guest transition, I don't have to, you know, we can, it's not so awkward. I can just, you know what I mean? We have that, whatever. We can, uh, we can. I loaded a new one in here. Check this out. When Ariel comes in, it's going to sound like this. <laughs> I don't remember what else is in here. Let's see. Oh, Still only seven badges. I don't know why. <laughs> Once we started with the sound effects. Here, how about this one? This is the last one, I think. That means we need more badges, folks. Yeah. <laughs> and touch sensitive, so it doesn't have to be that bad. <laughs> so great. <laughs> I'm, I love a new toy. <laughs> God, when Reggie was in here, he was like, it's like a model train set. I was like, I know. I want more buttons. Oh, the doorbell is also kind of a, like a correct answer on a game show. Yeah. Yes, it is. And then there's also... Okay, who's over that? Let's <laughs> wear it out on the first day. Uh, but that's an exciting thing, and I should uh, thank Damon McCarthy for finding uh, a link to the thing I needed. I go, I need an old school thing. It can't be new with a USB into a computer. I don't need that. I need an old school sample pad. Like, you know, in the day when the drum machine... Whatever. So we got it. <laughs> and as I mentioned, lighting should be a little better for our guests as well. Um, <clears throat> Jay, are you nervous because of the conversation? That's, that's literally the only reason I'm nervous. It's the only reason I'm nervous. I don't get nervous. I got nervous a little bit when Jay Leno was here. But, like, because it was weird. I wasn't nervous when we invited him here. I wasn't nervous when he got here. I was nervous when he was in here because it was weird. It was weird. Uh, I don't really get nervous. I can't think of another. When Dave gets here, I don't think I'll be nervous because I'm like so friggin' ready for that conversation. This is solely about the sex. (laughs) (laughs) 
and no real reason. It's just, you know, we're alone here. There's not a studio studio audience. It's like, oh, we're going to be talking about sex. Room, <laughs> dark room. It's weird. It's not weird. It's very natural. Our guest is going to tell us how natural it is. Uh, I'm, I'm floundering because it, it's, there's nothing on the blue card. I was supposed to tell you about the new stuff. I did that. Uh, I told you about some new lights. I knew there was more stuff than that. Oh, oh, there's viewer mail. Uh, that's what it is. There's a couple things I want to tell you. Uh, our buddy Taylor, Analog Speed, uh, took some beautiful photos the other day over at Breakfast Club. He takes, he takes great photos anyway, but he took some Polaroids there. And uh, uh, thanks. Thanks for the Polaroids. And then um, I mentioned the bubbles. <laughs> this, this is good for us, but it's good for everybody else, too. I said, uh, we need some refills on the bubbles. Oh, Lordy. And they, and they sent us. Oh, this is really heavier than it looks. And they sent us more refill stations nice. for the bubbles. Great. And that is fantastic for us because that's what we need. Yay. But wait, there's more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not all, folks. They also sent this other oh box. And this other box is good for everybody else. Because what we have here is oh some my. retail... Bubble tree for everybody. <laughs> We're always telling everybody how good. And by the way, this isn't to sell, but I mean that's what these are. Um, we'll figure out ways to give these away. We'll give them away up at Breakfast Club, things like that. <laughs> but wait, there's more. Okay. And uh, I think what. <laughs> um. <clears throat> anyway, we I think we're good on Bubble Tree for a while. So thank you to our friends at Bubble Tree. Uh, Bubble Tree, um, you're amazing, and I'd like to remind everyone that the the best bubbles in the world are made by Bubble Tree, and Bubble Tree is the American Bubble Company. All right, one of these will be an open box, but the rest of them. <laughs> I'm so excited. So now, oh jeez, that was over. <laughs> So now if if now if a guest oh hi now if a guest wants to uh, have some bubbles before they leave it's not like a, oh I got to run all around the house and find some bubbles from someplace yeah we just have them here right bubbles there. bubbles right here <laughs> thank you bubble tree all right some people are tuning in just for the sex I know you know there's not gonna be any actual sex <laughs> I don't think there's gonna be any actual sex is there. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, no sex. What was it? I'm happy about that. <laughs> we, just wa- we just watched uh, the Don's put up. Oh, for the 40th anniversary of uh, Late Night, Don's put up the countdown to Late Night and whatever. So we watched a few minutes of the, of the pilot of that show and uh, this show, I guess. And uh, uh, he's like, well, what? you're wondering to yourself, what else does this show have? Well, we got one of these. <laughs> it's a buzzer. I know I have to do commercials because that's an obligation. Is there anything else I need to talk about? There was East Coast Feeds. We'll have to do that on Thursday. <laughs> and I know there was other stuff I'm supposed to do. I just, it all slipped my mind. Bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying. Uh, Sonny Putro is here. Bubble Tree, that's a whole bubble forest, damn it. I don't know what it means. FD Motorsports is here. Hello to Darren and the whole FD Motorsports team. Uh, everyone who has complimented the exhaust lately obviously gets the same answer from me. 
But uh, in case anybody doesn't know, Yellow Car's new exhaust is uh, FD Motorsports. Yeah, Fister Designs. Darren Fister. Really, really good stuff. Car sounds how it should have from the factory. That's my personal opinion. So, amen, well done. Or well done, amen. Or our photo, look at that. <laughs> Speaking of my childhood and sex, god damn it. No, I didn't have sex with her in my childhood, but... <laughs> thought about it, maybe. No, I was around... <laughs> See, this is why. This <laughs> you left it open. <laughs> yeah, no, no, not that, not that. But she knows the people involved and my mother and all that other stuff from back then. You know what I mean? You know the people from your youth who really know the inside out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Not them. just stories. Like, they were there. Yeah, they saw it. They saw it. Um, all right, scroll all the way down here. Back to... <laughs> I'm waving. All right, well, we'll just do this and we'll get right in here, okay? They say all that separates men and boys is the coverage of their toys. What types of toys, Mrs. Ryan? That's right! (laughs) Licensed in most states, St. Clair shops top providers so you get the best coverage for your toys. Check out St. Clair Insurance by simply going to get your computer out of the closet, (laughs) put it on the table, plug it in. Dial up your Google. Well, dial up if you have to do it, but otherwise, get up and get up your Wi-Fi. Go to Google, and you get that www dot going. Okay. Once you've done that, okay. Now you're with me. Now Mrs. Ryan comes in. Simply go to coverageforyourtoys.com. 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 Yep, nailed it. Jeez Louise, today's Whoa! Oh, so sorry. <laughs> it's awesome. Coveragefreetoys.com. Uh, on behalf of Mrs. Ryan, who doesn't have much of a voice or energy today, this is Jay Ryan from Late Night Playset reminding you to please like, subscribe, and comment below. Uh, it'll help the sex talk, I guarantee it. <laughs> and oh, it'll also, yeah, it's also smoke. <laughs> it's also fire. It's going to be fire. Fire. Oh, speaking of new things, it might be time for the fog machine because this is really, I mean, it's happening, but it's. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for the fire. It'll be fire. Uh, Crazer TV is here. Jay, wife, how are you doing? Fine. How are you, Jay, wife? (laughs) I mean, I'm always the same. Like, not dead. She's She's not dead. Yui on you. I always have a hard time with this one. Yui on you. E U I Y E O N Y O O. Yui on you. <laughs> Isn't it? I'm not trying to make fun of him. You're laughing at me. Oh man. Oh man. Should we talk? All right. That's one thing I wanted to bring up real quick. The comments on the Jay Leno show, mainly about the laughter. Uh oh. I think. I think. I did. I tell you in real life, or did we talk about it on the show? <laughs> <laughs> on the show. I think the issue was that uh, Jay was really far away from the microphone and I didn't want to go reach into his face and put it there like I did yeah, with most meant- people. <laughs> I did on the show? Okay. Yeah. I think it was that. So I think simply because you were just closer to yours like it just seemed that's what I think. That's what I think. Because it's not like any other episodes get that. And we have other episodes that get True. way more views than the Jay Leno one. True. It is what it is. Like, I never liked my laugh. Like uh, Everybody else loves it. Totally. And I can't control it, or I would, but I've given up all pretense of trying to control anything. Oh. It doesn't work. Well, 
I think you're awesome. So does everybody else. Uh, it was great seeing you and Nicole on Saturday and Sunday. County line. Yeah, no shit. That's what we were supposed to talk about. Man, this weekend was nuts. Maybe that's why I'm enough. We're all, maybe that's why you're exhausted. Is that possibly it? I'm sure that's adding to it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Breakfast Club, big one. Saturday, we did two things, but we did them early, and then we came back and tried to rest, and I think we spent most of the day on the floor, but we ended up going like pretty far to two things and being out much longer than we thought we would. We did uh, the Beverly Glen, like we said, and then we ended up going out to County Line because uh, that's what we heard all the cool kids were doing, so we said, well, let's go check it out, <laughs> and, uh, and we did, and it was great, and it was great seeing our friends, and, um, and I'm bummed that we missed Beverly Glen. You know, we kind of went early instead, and we missed some people there, but, uh, you know, that happens every month, so we'll see them again. And then Sunday was the big day. Holy crap. Sunday we anticipated that being out long. for just a short amount of time. We said we'll just go <laughs> to the Malibu thing with Reggie for a little bit. And, uh, oh, my God, that was at 6 a.m., I think, when I was making those plans. And oh, we didn't get home till 9.30, 10 o'clock, something like that, p.m.? P.m. Yeah. It was a fun day. Holy crow. So we went to Malibu. I texted Susie from the Malibu kitchen because, like we told you all, that we were going to show back up there on Sunday, which we did. And she said, don't. (laughs) 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 It's all blocked off. She goes, I can't even get in. Going home. Ha, ha, ha. I don't think she actually went home. But uh, so she let us know that uh, whatever, it was barricaded. And we had heard from Spike that it was going to be closed off. So whatever. Reggie said, "Uh, there's this thing at the Bluffs. Let's go there. I said, ah, the old one at the Bluffs. Sure. So we went there first. And I don't know, an hour or so, whatever. No, it was probably a while because they closed that. We closed that down. Yeah. After that was over, um, one thing led to another. He must have been, he texts people all the time and people are always texting him. <laughs> like he is so good on the on the thing. Mine, I'm like, put it under the seat in the cushion. Like, I don't want to look at it right now. So sorry, I don't get back to people very well. I'm working on it. <clears throat> but he was texting somebody and he said, come out to, where the shit did we go? Finish line. The finish line cars and coffee was going on. So we busted out all the way out to Agora. You know, OPCH came and did the whole thing. And, uh, and it was nice. It was very nice. Saw a bunch of people. Got, had a couple dun- Dunkin' Donuts. Thank you to uh, Bumper to Bumper or whoever sponsors their Dunkin', Dunkin Donuts. It was nice. And, uh, and, then, and, then, and then we went back to Malibu Mart. Then we went back to Malibu Mart. And again... Yeah, and then we really got in, and then we really parked, and then we were there forever. That's what it was. And then you pulled up, and then we were like, hey, park over here, and you did. And then that was a scene because your car was coughing fuel, and it wouldn't turn off. And, uh, and, and, then, and then you pulled it in, and then all the guys swarmed on with, with, with and borrowing screwdrivers from all the different places and trying to get things going. And then they started tweaking your car, and they were working on it. And, and it's great now, by the way. It's great. Tony did a great job. It sounded amazing before before yeah. you left. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, we were there till goodness gracious, very late. And uh, oh, I know we were there until two o'clock because because then all of a sudden we got invited to a Super Bowl party. <laughs> now we were going out in the morning to come back and watch movies all day because we weren't gonna go to the Super Bowl <laughs> party because who? I mean, we didn't know about a Super Bowl party, but we're not sports people. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Malibu Mart was mellow on Sunday, probably because of the barricade rumors. Well, there were no rumors. I mean, it was it was true, right? Or was it not true? Did we just get there late after? Ah, eh, whatever. 
and and we ended up going. We said, well, we'll just sh- we'll show up because it's kind of on the way home. And then we said, oh, it's not where we thought it was. It's not really on the way home. And we said, well, we'll go anyway because you know. And then on our way there, and then we see Paul Rivera in the in the Murcielago by the old place, and he's like, hey, where are you going? I was like, hey, where are you going? And he's right over here. He's like, all right, okay. So he makes a U-turn, and then now all of a sudden we're all going to the Super Bowl party just to make an appearance. <laughs> Reggie was like, I'm not going. I can't. I, that one I got to go to something else. And I was like, ah, we're all just, it's not going to, we're not going to be there. Oh, okay. We're not going to be there long. Okay. We all sort of agreed and made this pack. Like, we're just going to show up, do a little social visit, see our friends and the hosts who are also friends. And, uh, oh, you know how it is. One thing leads to another. We parked they had a great spot right for your little chair by the pool which was surrounded by like steps and chairs and we were able to just kind of make a little conversation pit around you you weren't lower than everybody else for a change in fact some people were higher than you were no well whatever some people were lower most people were were lower than you (laughs) it was really really great is all i'm trying to say and we ended up staying there the whole time it's a good group of people i'll say this as a non-drinker driving back from the Los Angeles winning Super Bowl after the Super Bowl, <sighs> rough, rough. <laughs> like playing Frogger, avoiding all of the nonsense. I mean, everybody in LA was on the road because everybody was someplace and they were all going back to wherever they live. And apparently, people drink during the Super Bowl. I, I was not aware of this. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a thing, people do it. And uh, it just seemed like we were dodging. No, every car was all over the place. You couldn't find a, a safe place. And it was just really, really awkward. And the traffic was atrocious. It was pretty bad. Mm. I don't miss driving. That was rough. That's good to know. People have asked you that before on the show if you miss driving. I'm going to log this answer because. <laughs> I'll forget, <laughs> but I don't. I realized it was always more stress and enjoyment. I always printed out directions that I wasn't going far enough to have fun. So it was, I'm better now. Yeah, yeah, we all are, we all are. Uh, all right, let's see what's going on over here on the YouTubes. We got some comments going. Love face, online strips, okay. Is that a friend of yours, Ariel? Nope. All right. <laughs> Not that I'm aware of. All right, just making sure. Oh, well, they, they if you're sure, a new friend, hi. They sure like what's going on here. <laughs> Great. Love Face XYZ Online Strips is all about the emojis, and they're not like, you know, super inappropriate. So. All right. Okay. <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying. Like, totally. Could be worse. And I may have spoken to you. No, kiss, kiss. Well, I don't know what that. It's not raining, right? <laughs> so maybe. All right. Um, <laughs> sorry, Instagram. We're you'll see on the YouTube. We uh, whatever. I was afraid to drive up because of the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. I don't blame you. We thought we'd be safe going from, like, we were out in, like, uh, you know, like, by the rock store, like that area. And uh, what is that, Agora, Cornell? We were coming back, you know, to, like, Universal Studios area. And we thought, well, we're nowhere near Inglewood or even downtown. And we thought, oh, that'll be fine. You know, the 101 coming from this direction would be great. Did not occur to me that everybody else was at a Super Bowl party. We took Mulholland, and we didn't. I didn't. I, mean, I didn't even consider the fact that it's going to be like a bunch of people having these dope parties in their big, beautiful houses. So the streets were lined, just lined with cars. It was so hard to drive. It's hard to drive on Mulholland. Oh, people parked. With. People parked oh, all yeah, around. No, people were. Par- I mean, we were out of our minds. It was like it was extraordinary. The whole, almost all of Mulholland was just lined with cars, and there was like 
we came around a turn and there was some guy that just like stopped a minivan around a bend. And I'm like, I'm the old lady yelling from my car like, that's dangerous. <laughs> you shouldn't do such a thing. Go up forward, sir. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> Tiny little British car. Oh, yeah, because you were in the, in the very well-tuned MG. Mm-hmm. <sighs> anyway, it was, it was great, but it was, it was exhausting. I was absolutely exhausted by the time we got home from that one. What a day. I was at uh, the Malibu CNC at 7 a.m., made sure to get home by 11 a.m. Sunday was crazy. The lovely area. Love this woman. Greg FX guy says. Oh, thanks, buddy. <laughs> He's a, an incredible special effects artist. So when you see, like, horror movies and all the blood and the gore and all the, like, heads popping off, Greg does that. And he is incredible. We worked on a Kevin Smith film together a few years ago, and he's just, he's awesome. Oh, uh, so, which one? Uh, Kilroy was here. Okay, I thought you were going to say that Walrus one. No, that was before us. <laughs> was, was some weird effects on that one where they yeah, turned, but it was actually they turned Robert, the Mac guy into a walrus. It was Robert Kurtzman, who Greg works with, that uh, <clears throat> did all the special effects, who, fun fact, also did the penis on Mark Wahlberg for, uh, what was that, 70s? Boogie one? Nights. Yeah, that's the one. I mean, unless I mean, there's another. Could be more than one. Who knows? He does Freddy Krueger, too, but like, I, like the, I like the dick fact. Uh, what Freddy Krueger? <laughs> Uh, the current one is he—he's the only one that'll let him. What's I don't I don't know names. Don't put me on the spot with names. I'm so bad at that. Yeah, but now you're messing uh, with uh, my, Robert English. No, close, pretty close. Now you're messing with me though, Robert England. England, I was so close. But he hasn't been Freddy since uh, I don't know, 1990, 89. Well, I mean, he was doing it back then. I don't know if he did the original one. Greg's gonna have was, to fact check me a, here. No, that was a different guy. But I, I know all of those yeah. guys too. It was Kevin Yeager and a guy named mm-hmm. not Dennis Miller, but David Miller maybe. Yeah. I'm so bad with names, as you can tell. Sure. No, that's all right. You brought it up. I know. Um, by the way, how many Instagram accounts do you have? Because I saw that you have a different one for sex coaching, and that's uh, – Yeah. So I saw I like that one too, I guess. Yeah. Hilarious. Yeah, I, I, have, a, I have a few. I have uh, one for just personal stuff. I have one for pole dancing that does have the sex stuff on it, and then one for cars. And I don't know – I don't know what I'm doing, y'all. I'm just doing. <laughs> I, I honestly use the car account more than anything. You know? <laughs> Who'd have thunk that that's where I hang out all the time? But it's because of all of you. And I love you. Because your hair matches the car. That part, too. <laughs> it was empty. Cars were turning around and leaving after they spotted the caution tape. We missed all of that. We missed all of that. And I had a great time. But, man, crazy pants. All right. Uh, I think we've done it. We've done the stuff. We need to take a quick break. So, it's not, I, don't, I don't know why they air quoted it. <laughs> it's going to be quick. <laughs> it's a set amount of time. I can't change that. Uh, to get Ariel in here, we'll move some cameras around real quick. <laughs> Listen to these brief moments, these brief messages from our friends at Oso oh Delicious Hot Sauce. The hot sauce, Mrs. Ryan. Made by bears. Made by bears. <laughs> Took everything from Oh, us. so delicious. It's a hot sauce made by bears. Garlic and serrano mixed with love and care. You can put it on your eggs, pour it on your rice. It's great on a leg, it's better on a slice. It's oh, so delicious. It's a hot sauce made by bears. <laughs> Oh, so delicious hot sauce. Great on everything except oatmeal. Get your bottle today at osodelicious.org. One dollar from every bottle sold goes to the National Military Family Association. 
I'm Johnny Lieberman, and you're watching LMP. What does LMP stand for? Late Night Play. Oh, yeah, that's true. I've been on there. Yeah, good show. <laughs> you should like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. There you go. What are you driving today? 63356B. What are you driving today? Here we go. Oh, this is fun, David. Thumbs up for sure. This just proves that you don't have to go fast to have fun. You don't have to go fast. Can you see my smile already? Okay, I'm impressed. Don't need to stick it. He's already got it. So we're gonna try this. All right, see if I can do this right. Oh, I don't have. I didn't write anything for her. All right. So well, anyway, you know her from Breakfast Club. You know her from all the Instagram accounts, uh, and 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 Babes and Classics. And uh, and what's your what's your champagne womb? Sh champagne womb. <laughs> champagne room. Champagne room. Everyone gets it right. We both met through Chris Rock, so that's extra funny to me because there's no sex in the champagne womb. Uh, anyway, Ariel is here. Come on in, Ariel. Let's Yay. see. I'm going to try it. <laughs> you did it so quickly, I didn't have a chance to uh, use it all the stuff. But anyway, <laughs> here you go. Bring that over close to you, and I will move the Instagram audience over here. That's what I forgot to do before. There we go. There we go. Is great. Everyone says thank you. Thank you for that. Yeah. Hi, everybody. Hi, how are you? Oh, I'm this good. This is nuts. Look at this. We're in here this... for real. We're really doing it. I'm going to have to go change that because I didn't do that well at all. But I'm very happy with the lighting. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this lighting is beautiful. You, you girls say hello, and I'm going to make that camera a little bit. <laughs> we are going to do all of that. It's nice to be. It's nice to be in here. I mean, the first time I came here, you know, we came in here and we played, and it's like, oh, my God, your studio is amazing, and it is. It's so impressive in here, and... You know me, I, I have a history of being, my whole career is in television, so I have a deep appreciation for You're all a production person. Hey, I'm I over am. here on this mic. You're a production person. <laughs> I am. So I have a deep appreciation for this entire setup, and you sent a beautiful email, of course, that I was like, this is a great email. <laughs> oh, you, you complimented the, the welcome email. Of course I did. <laughs> I but what was it? Why? Because it was very clear, it was very organized, it was well thought out, and it was uh, it had very clear, explicit instructions. And when you are welcoming someone into anything, clear, explicit instructions are great because they set expectations, which is also essential for relationships. Oh, oh. you're coming at it from a... Uh, I wasn't even trying to. Whoa. All right. I gotcha. Mm -hmm. Forgive me. I think I can settle in now. I think everything is <laughs> where it needs to be. I mean, so I we could can start have... adjusting other things. <laughs> we need to adjust other things. Look, I start all of my sessions with some breathing. So I'm just saying, do you? If we need to do some breathing, yeah, I let's start every session with let's a meditation. Do some breathing. Let's do some breathing. Is everybody ready for this? Is anyone else? Yeah. All right. Cool. I'm liking good. it. I see hearts over there. We'll hearts do. We'll good. do. We'll do a quick one. It'll just be very quick. So. No, I, I have to tell you. I did. I changed this to. You did. To. Uh, 
sex coach. Yes. Because I had sex therapist there, but you're not actually a registered. We can't say therapist because that's like, you need like a, a diploma and all that. Yes, shit my that. certification is in coaching, which is a different practice than therapy. There you go. Yes. Still certified, just it's a different exactly. thing. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Great. Yeah. Now, now that that's clear, and the disclaimer has been the disclaimer done. has been had. <laughs> Did I show you this? Oh. oh who's here? <laughs> who's here? Could be anybody. It's me. I was gonna I was gonna curse and then I was like I listen to this show all the time, but do I curse? Do I not curse? I don't know. Well you what do you do when you listen to it? Do you curse or don't you curse? I don't know what other people do. Oh I mean I curse because I say things like F yeah when I'm like really excited. <laughs> I do talk to myself. But F isn't a curse. Oh, you don't say I, F. I say fuck yeah. Can I say fuck? I don't know. Sure. I, I mean, you can did. do whatever you want. I mean, we're going to be talking about sex. That's sort of a slang term. Good. Sort of a is slang the right word? It's sure. Sort of a slang term for it's an, sex. It's another way to say intercourse. Oh, oh. <laughs> Which is not only penetration. That's a small part of it. Oh, tell me. Ooh. Where do we want to start with you? Do we talk? Because we know you through the car scene. You're a great friend. You you really work on the show. You are an associate producer here. You helped us raising funds. You uh, are the official archivist of the show. Um, so, like, we know you. You're our friend. We hang out with you. But I've never, like, we don't talk much about this. So I don't know. Uh, I guess we have a little bit. A I don't know. Bit. Where do we start with this? Where, what's good for people? I don't have a one to ten for like, here's how you talk to a sex therapist. My experience was Dave talking to Dr. Ruth in the old days. Yeah, I grew up with that as well. I mean, I was far too young, far too young to be taking this stuff in. But I was the kid that uh, my family had HBO. And, uh, oh, whoa. I know. We were, don't worry. We also had a black box and we were 100% stealing everything else. Oh, okay. <laughs> my dad had one of those box, right? out of the back of a truck, yeah. <laughs> I wonder who was actually paying for pay-per-view. All of us had black boxes. <laughs> my dad said if he gave the guy – I'm sorry. Here we go. Whatever. Keep it about <laughs> No, listen, If you gave the guy like 50 bucks back yeah. in the old days, which was a lot in the old days, probably like a couple hundred now, mm -hmm. um, you know, they would like turn it on for you or they would give you the different box, the black box or oh, whatever. Yeah. And it was like, yeah. That makes sense. My That's dad is a guy it. that has – he's like a guy that has a guy for everything. So that – That was it. That yeah. was my dad. Yeah. Yeah, okay. totally. Sure. Uh, so, yeah, you know, I, I grew up watching real sex on HBO, just being fascinated by all the different types of ways that people could exist in the world, which is incredible because there are so many different ways. And mm -hmm. sex is extraordinarily expansive as our relationships. It's just expensive? Well, for some people, yeah, depending on uh, how you're getting it or what you're doing or what you're into. Uh, but it's expansive. Ah. Uh, and I was also listening to Dr. Ruth, like, you know, tucked under my bed. I think I was like eight years old, like really, really young. But I just always found this stuff completely fascinating. And the thing is, is that we... What was fascinating about it to you? Because it was fascinating to me also, but mainly because it was like, uh, you know... Taboo is not the right word, but what's uh, when you're not supposed to? Uh... Yeah, no taboo. I mean, okay. it's like there's... you weren't supposed to. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it was a uh, taboo. Puritanical shame. New England is where I grew up, right? Yeah. So totally. yeah, okay. Guilt, shame, it's all of those things. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, which is all <laughs> bullshit. So you know, for me, I would say it's just the different ways that people live their lives, which I'm still forever fascinated with. But also the different ways that people can achieve intimacy, connection, pleasure. These things are accessible to us 
in a plethora of different ways. And mm. and even thinking about disability, people who are paraplegics, they may not be able to feel their genitals, but it doesn't mean that they can't have orgasm and it doesn't mean that they can't have pleasure. So these, these things are accessible to all of us, but we have these blockers and we have these ideas and we have these beliefs that are put upon us by other things and other people like religion, like society, like your parents, like your TV, wherever they come from, they're usually not from you. and and. So it's just fascinating. I found it fascinating, and I still do, to see all the different ways that humans can access pleasure and access connection and access intimacy. Hmm. Intimacy isn't just sex, and sex is not just a penis and a vagina. There's so much more. Well, I'm with you on the intimacy part. I, in fact, I think sex is the, probably the least important part when it comes to the intimacy. Um, I don't know what you do with that. Where, what, how do we help people? Do, are there like, uh, what, what is your coaching practice? How does that work? Do people find you online and they go mm -hmm. like, hey, you know, we need to talk to somebody because like I got questions and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. So it starts there. Yeah, it does start there. And every person is different. I don't necessarily work with this is the exact structure and we're going to cover this in week one and this in week two and this in week three. It's a very intuitive process. And although some coaches do have this is my program and it's marketed and, and that's wonderful and that's great. But for the most part, the best way to really support someone is to meet them where they're at. So I can go into a session thinking, great, we're going to talk about communication and how you communicate with your partner today. But what's coming up for my client may be something dealing with intimacy or something dealing with their actual sex and, and having sex and how to go about sex or uh, something with their partners or who knows what's coming up for you today. I mean, you guys are used to that. You don't know what the day is going to bring and you don't know what to expect out of the day. So you, I imagine, have probably learned to meet yourselves where you're at, even though sometimes that can be extraordinarily hard. What we have to do, yeah. It's what she does every day. Mm -hmm. So I meet my clients where they're at. And we just talk about what's coming up. That's why I like starting with the breathing exercises. Because oh, yeah. Back to that. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> no, that was my bad. No, no, that's fine. Uh, but, you know, in sessions, I do start with that because it just grounds us. It gets us on the same page. It gets us breathing together. And sometimes things come up in those quiet moments and in those moments where people are just with themselves. And then we can explore. And maybe it, it is something that we talked about the last week. Maybe it is something that I gave them to work on that we're going to talk through. But inevitably, if you are intuitive about it and you ask people good questions that will result in them giving you full answers, there's so many places that you can go. And it's my job to figure out what's underneath this. What do we really need to talk about? How can I help this person uncover what's going on so that we can explore different ways to work through it? I would imagine it's just like any other type of uh, psychotherapy where you uh, there are blockages, you know, whether they're emotional or physical, whatever. There must be uh, releases. There must be yeah. people probably have traumas mm -hmm. attached uh, sometimes. I'm guessing there's probably all sorts of different um, it, it must be the same as a, uh, a head shrinker. Yeah, they're similar practices. So where therapy is going to be more, um, I would say therapy is more asking questions and, and kind of digging into the past a little bit more. Coaching is more proactive where we're oh. going to do that, but also I'm going to give you homework. And maybe oh. you do it, maybe you don't do it. I'm not ever going to tell anybody what to do. I'm not going to give you advice. I'm going to offer options. And then we explore what those options are. If I gave you homework as a suggestion, 
then we'll talk about, did you do it? Did you not do it? What did you learn? What came out of that? So it's more actionable than mm. therapy is. Because therapists generally, some therapists do because they, they integrate that into their practice. But they're the ones undoing the knots. You're being like, all right, do this exercise, do this, try yeah. this. Yeah. yeah. And we Put a pillow the here, do this, yeah. whatever. Hey, exactly. Okay. And that comes, that's... Um, that's part a little bit more of the sex educator part of things is to teach people the different tools that they have. Um, again, like sex toys, some people just have to use them because it's not accessible to them. A penis is not accessible to them for a plethora of different reasons, but they like the sensation of penetration. Sure. So that's where a sex toy can come in. Or even if you do, and I mean, there's just so many different ways to use all of these things. Sure. But yeah, most of it comes down to your belief systems. So, oh, how so? Oh, because, because certain things maybe you're not supposed to do kind of thing? Yeah. Is that what you mean? Supposed to or should. No, I'm, that's what or, I mean. Yeah, like yeah, in no, their, exactly. In, within their constructs. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's exactly, the, the air quotes is 100% correct because anytime you're thinking, oh, I should do that or I shouldn't do that. Well, where is that should actually coming from? Is that coming from you and what you authentically want right. to do or is it? coming from somebody told you this is the way it is right. or somebody told you believe in this or that or sex is bad or sex toys are your enemies or whatever the case may be so a lot of the work that I do is helping people to understand what is your belief around this thing is it helping you or is it hurting you and what is actually the truth because in most cases what your belief is is bullshit. It's not the truth. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's not. It's no, just it's not. not your intuition. It's some mm -hmm. of the programming you got along the way. Yeah. So we have to work to undo that sometimes. So sometimes sessions are going to go into something like that practice where we're uncovering a belief system and we're breaking it down. We're understanding it so that we can then readjust it and under uncover what is the actual truth because it's the quiet voice. It's like the truth is always hidden way down deep in there when we don't want to hear it for whatever reason. So we have to uncover that and understand that and trust that. When I make the choice to eventually do stand-up, it's going to be nuts because a lot of it has to do with, like, this stuff during my young life. You know what I mean? Like, really weird, nothing inappropriate. Stuff that's horribly inappropriate. I shouldn't say nothing inappropriate. Horribly, hideously inappropriate. I just was never, like, molested or touched or anything. But, like... Around and privy to and aware of mm -hmm. insane things that I shouldn't have been aware of and around and privy to at early ages, et cetera, et cetera, which then put this kind of a crazy, well, what's right hierarchy of yeah. everything I think that you're talking about. So I probably, my own self, suffer from a little bit of that. And then the complex side of that is, oh, puritanical New England of like, oh, no, no, <laughs> yeah. no, 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 no. You know what I mean? So I myself know a lot of, um, when I say I'm nervous, it's I'm afraid of what I might say on the show. I'm not nervous to talk about sex. You and I, we've talked about mm -hmm. sex off the air. Yeah. It's not about that. But I'm not really ready to talk about all of my, I'm not ready to unpack my baggage on the show today. So maybe her, maybe you. I definitely want to talk about the viewers by all means. Yeah. If you, <clears throat> if you guys want to know anything about sex or if you have any questions, by you. all means, let's. Let's line them up here and get them going. Oh, Reggie Watts is here. What's of course, up, Reggie? of course he is. Hi. Of course he is. Now, if my but he's probably on his show right now, because they record. At I the think same he's time. done with his show, depending on what time it is. Oh yeah, you're right. It's probably almost six. Because yeah, they work right. on the same schedules. You're right. Oh, your show too. All the all the shows. All of us. <laughs> they all tape at like four thirty. Yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah. It, uh, 
Yeah. All right. Well, Ariel yeah. works also. Can we say what you, your day job is? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, all right. Tell uh, actually, no, I don't think so because I work for a major corporation. So <laughs> right, I probably but, do want to keep this stuff separate. Right. But you can say. So, yeah, I can say. So the job that I do, my day job, which is really, uh, it's actually very interesting that I wound up in this position. So I mentioned earlier that I have always worked in production. I am a uh, trained certified holistic health coach. I'm a trained certified sex educator, trained certified in yoga, all these things. And I currently work as a senior health and safety manager overseeing several shows at a studio. And that is integrating health and production in a wild way because it's COVID and no one was trained in that before this except for infectious disease doctors. But it's been a really interesting... <laughs> Reggie is on YouTube as well. Yes, I'm watching. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Reggie. I look, can we have like a Reggie appreciation moment? Because oh I love God. this dude. He, like, yeah, there's certain people that you meet in life and you two were them and he is them that you meet them and instantly you're like... You're my friend. I know we're friends. Oh, yeah. Like, we were we were always friends, but we're only just meeting now. That's how I felt with the two of you. It was like, I met you. We jammed on something for, like, 30 seconds. And I was like, oh, these are my friends. How come I'm only meeting them now? That's so weird. So that was just some love and appreciation Same. for all of you. <laughs> I, uh, I, there's something about, uh, I don't know. There's some, real people, real people. Real people gravitate towards real people. There's a frequency thing. Mm-hmm. There's a vibrational thing. And, um... I feel this about myself. I feel it about Reggie for sure. Old souls tend to find each other. Yes. I find that you're probably in that category, not knowing you as well as some other people. I feel like you've got some knowledge to you that's beyond your years. Mm. So perhaps perhaps that's part of it. Perhaps yeah. we're all just kind of gravitating towards that same thing too. Yeah. And I think it's also, you know, Magnus is like this as well. And I think it's very much very like much. follow your gut. Like he's another one of those people where I'm like, I, I, didn't know, I had no idea who he was. Like, I don't know anything about anything. Uh, now I do. Now I've been educated and I read his book and it's amazing. And all of you should read it because it's so inspirational and yeah. it's, he's led an incredible life. And so much of it is about following your gut. And I've been like that as well. And I know that the two of you have too. And Intuition, I, everything. I, intuition. You, you know the right answer yeah. inside you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, for, and for you. For you, exactly. Yeah. And, and that's what everything I do is too. But there's also, there's a level of intimacy that I think certain people just have the ability to create with one another. And it can happen really instantly, and it's really beautiful. And that is fueling for life, and that is fueling for us as human beings. Do you think that's the artistic nature of the people that we're talking about? Because there's mm-hmm. a certain vulnerability that comes along with that. And yeah. sometimes when someone's vulnerable, you you uh, you can melt lions. I mean, you know, and uh, the, some of the meanest people around you sometimes will absolutely soften and be your best friend ever if you simply show them that, like, oh, here's my belly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if we want to really get woo-woo about it, let's get we can talk, let's talk chakras for a second. Sure. So the, the sacral chakra is right around here. It's right where your genitals are, and that is your creativity center. So when we're talking about sex, when we're talking about sexuality, when we're talking about creativity, all of these things are intertwined because at its core, sex is a vehicle for life, right? Even if we're not using it for that. So when we orgasm and when we are in pleasure and when we are tapping into that, whether that's through our creativity or through our actual sex, we are tapping into our vitality. We are tapping ah. into our life, into our creativity center, into our life center. And that, I love and, that. and there's also, of course, different hormones that are being uh, ex- excreted and other excretions. Uh. Well, in the physical, <laughs> in the physical, for sure. But it's also even uh, uh, consciousness. It's yeah. all the bigger consciousness. Yeah. Speaking absolutely. of woo woo. Speaking of woo woo, I mean, we get woo woo in this group. That's true. Yeah. Woo. 
<laughs> yeah, woo. <laughs> woo. Woo! Uh, but yeah, I mean, all of these things are connected. And, and when we have blocks, if you're doing Reiki and, and you have a block in that center, you're probably blocked in your sexuality as well, or you're probably blocked in your creativity. If you're blocked in your sexuality, you're probably also blocked in your creativity. If mm. you're blocked in your creativity, you're probably like, these things are all connected. So that's why uh, holistic health coaching, which is what I'm trained in, looks at the whole human being. So you ah. can come and tell me, hey, I want to lose weight. I don't do this type of coaching anymore. But if you come up to me and you say, hey, I want to lose weight, I'm going to be like, that's so great. Let's talk about your work. Let's talk about your relationships. It's the lifestyle. What's your religion yeah. like? Yeah. What is, you know, it's, it's everything else because we are whole human beings. And that's why when we take sex off the table and we take relationships off the table, even as it comes to education, that hurts us as human beings because sex and sexuality is a part of our humanity, even if you're asexual, which means that you don't like to have sex with other people or, or even yourself in some cases. There's a whole spectrum of that. That's for another episode. Sure. Um, but it is a part of us as humans. And when we take that off the table, like so many of our cultures have taught us to do, that is blocking us as human beings as showing up as our whole human self because our whole human self incorporates sexuality and our genitals and all of these <laughs> things and pleasure. I'm sorry. I'm listening to you a bit of audacal. Reg, Reggie is the best. <laughs> and Reg, so is Paul. And Reg, Paul, I love you too. And Reggie said, thank you. <laughs> uh, see, this is, this is this community. And just as you said, when I rolled up and everyone's like, I don't like how the way that sounds like, let me, I didn't. I should have told my dad that story. Because oh, how that they would all make swarmed! Him feel so happy there that I'm so taking things, care of. There were so many things wrong with it. You, you rolled up. Your trunk was unhatched because your purse was hanging out of it. So one guy went over to go fix that, and another guy popped the hood. Like it literally looked like a '50s filling station of like you know where it the four guys cool. roll out. And check the air, miss. You know. Listen, y'all make sure my car is straight. I will make sure your relationships are straight because <laughs> okay. I've, I've said this a few times. Save the cis straight man and save the world. <laughs> what? Yeah, half the people definitely did not understand any world I ju word I just said. I didn't either. Do I? Did I? Did I phase out for a little bit? I lost it. I don't know. Probably. I didn't understand any of it. I thought we were talking about the car and how the guys all. Yeah, I'm just making weird comparisons, dude. Oh, good for you. That's okay. How I, that's good how for I you. Roll. You're how I awesome. Roll. We love you. Yeah, I love you too. Um, but no, truth be told. Uh, and I love straight men. I date straight men. So don't get me wrong. Y'all are great. Y'all don't know She went back shit. to what I couldn't understand before. Now we're going back to that. Straight means that you like the person of the opposite sex than you have. Sure. So what I'm saying is that straight men are great, but what I have seen across the board is that you struggle the most with relationships, with sex, with sexuality. Oh, that makes sense. All of these things. That makes a lot of sense. And so that is uh, part of why I'm very passionate about this work because – there are a lot of people that are helping everybody else who absolutely needs it, but I think for very good reason. Uh, the you know specifically like white straight men, y'all are left aside because the whole world has been built by you and is about you, and you didn't do the best job. Uh, so we can't leave you out of the conversation of changing things and of fixing things, especially when that's still the majority of the people who are in charge. We've got an agenda. There's an agenda. <laughs> well, more a focus than an agenda, because I was quite broad, and then it just kind of kept honing in, and I was like, you know what? 
I get along really well with men and I really love these guys and I know that they need help because I all some of my most of my close friends are all dudes and these are the conversations that we have. Can I tell you something? And this is nothing about I'm not defending fucking straight men because <laughs> I can't stand straight men. Mm. Uh I think the issue is people these days. I think oh, anybody who is looking at people and going, the problem with you. No, it's all of them. The problem is you or the person pointing. Yeah. Um, we all have our own fucking shit. People sure. suck. People are also awesome. Mm-hmm. We just have to try our best to move the needle towards the awesome than the suck because yeah. we all have the shoulder for the awesome and the shoulder mm-hmm. for the suck. You know what I mean? They're always telling us both sides. You're right. Straight men do suck, but people suck. But it's also a point of, you know, culture and privilege and what all of you were raised into, what all of us were raised into. I wouldn't say it's anybody's fault. It's it's centuries worth of of culture and society. I so, mean, you know. I okay. don't even know what we're talking about though, because it this is a case by case basis. You know, if you want to talk about like wealth and greed and stuff like that and generational things, like mm-hmm. totally different conversation. I was raised for the most part by a single mother who had way too much sex <laughs> you know what I mean like yeah I, I, I nothing about me is a straight man but I yet fit you are in, different but yeah. I fit into that box of straight yeah. men so I don't particularly care for this conversation because it doesn't apply to me mm-hmm. even though I'm a straight man and I'm part of the problem yeah you know what well, I mean okay. so I just do my best to try to not be part of the problem. and I wouldn't phrase it that way I don't walk around you know um I do my best to try to treat everyone yeah the golden rule man Whatever you were taught as a kid for how you should go to the playground is really still accurate as an adult. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, what I mean? don't touch anyone unless you're, <laughs> yeah. don't, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> introduce yourself, be friendly, like mm-hmm. all of those things. Golden rule. Treat yeah. someone how you wish to be treated. Uh, I don't know. When it comes to all that, I'm just a guy trying to be better at that. If all guys that are like me were trying to be better at that, I do think the world would be better person, a better place. Yeah. Without a doubt. But I think that there's also... How do we do that? I don't yeah. know. And I think it's by creating space, making it known that it's safe for you to be vulnerable. That's it. I was going to go exactly there. That's exactly what it is. Okay. It's creating space for men and for everyone. It's not just men. Like, this is, this is something that everybody needs. Um, but, you know, it's creating space to know it's okay to be vulnerable, to teaching people to accept other people and whatever they are, whoever they are, come as you are. Mm. If you were born with a penis and you're telling me you're a woman, you're a woman because that's what you're telling me. I mean, this is a whole different gender conversation, but it's not my place to tell you what your gender is. It's yours. You tell me and I'll respect that. I have a friend who's going through going through that right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, just she's been confused for I say she I say she, which is sort of unfair because she identifies more as a he now. But I'm trying to tell the story more in order. I had this friend who she kind of always um had a hard time fitting and didn't really didn't she's successful people love her um she's beautiful she's talented as a host type person you know what i mean as a as a public figure and uh, and this person um ha- over the last couple of years has been going through some stuff and figuring life out and doing soul searching and doing all the things that you're supposed to do to figure it out and uh and recently has come out as they feel that they identify as a effeminate male so she's going through this process now. What exactly does that mean? Like, mm-hmm. I've got these big boobs, but I'm, I identify as an effeminate male. I don't really care for these big boobs that I have that all these other guys do. You know what I mean? But she's figuring all that stuff out. Is this all part of the same world that you're mm-hmm. talking about? Absolutely. And, you know, did they share with you their pronouns? 
uh, it, it's, Are they working on it? We're working on it because the person's, I don't want to say too much information, no, 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 but the person's, uh, the, the, the girl name could simply be shortened to a very common male name. Mm-hmm. And, and that is what seems to be going on right now. Or yeah. simply using the last name, which I thought was very clever. Mm-hmm. Simply just going by your last name, which I, I was like, that's that works so too. smart. <laughs> it's yeah. like so smart. Yeah. And a point of education just for everybody that's listening, when somebody does transition and they tell you what their name is, don't use their what's called a dead name. So don't use the name that you formerly knew them as. That's right. their dead name. And it's extraordinarily hurtful and painful for people to use that dead name. For public space, let's just say like a, 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 a Caitlyn Jenner or a Bruce mm-hmm. Jenner, right? Yeah. Like let's use that as the example. Yeah. So Bruce Jenner, Bruce is gone. Shouldn't... There is no Bruce. Now, even That's when you're ca- referring back to the past, because this is a question mm-hmm. I had as well. Yeah. So say you're referring back to uh, the athlete who was in the Olympics in the 80s. Yep. That was Caitlyn Jenner? That was Caitlyn. Okay. Yeah, that okay. was still Caitlyn. Caitlyn is still Caitlyn. Every single thing that Caitlyn achieved is still Caitlyn's. Because Caitlyn has simply, uh, this is an evolved version of what Bruce once was, but it still ties into what Caitlyn is at the core, uh, mm-hmm. what, the, what the person, yeah, the, hu- the is. human is as a core. Exactly, exactly. And so, it's, a lot to, it's a lot to cover if you don't understand it. Like This so is a much. major this awakening is, for society. It's got to be. It's such a huge, huge topic that we could never cover in one podcast. Uh, well, that's a great segue because you are <laughs> going done. to now have a no. You're going to have a segue a segment now. Yeah. You're going to you're going to come back more frequently. Yeah, and you're going to have your own uh, agenda or prepared whatever. And this is what I want to talk about today. And you know whatever your ten minutes or whatever. Uh, and we're looking forward to that. This yeah. is more of a hey, how's it going? Totally, and answering questions too. I mean, it's it's also I'm here. The whole point is so that I can be here to support people in a bigger way. We just talked. I do work full time, so it's hard for me to do anything more than just one client at a time. And I I love doing that. But I want to be supportive in a much bigger way while I'm doing what I'm doing on the side, setting myself up. So, you know, I'm here to answer your questions as well and and support. Do you guys have any sex questions? How often are you supposed to have sex? Uh, it's, it's completely up to you and your partner. There is no have it this many times, that many times for some couples, three times a week is perfect for some couples. Once a week is perfect for some couples. Once a month is perfect for some once every six months. So it is truly up to you and your partner's needs. And sometimes those needs can be different. And one partner may have more desire to have more sex and the other partner has less desire to have a lot of sex. And that's where you may need to explore the conversation of non-monogamy, which is a whole different conversation. Non-polygamy. Or any other thing, any uh, other non-monogamy. There are many, many, many forms other. of non-monogamy. Yeah. Polygamy is one of them. Uh, that is when one man has several wives. I think uh, polyamory is what oh, often... Oh, that's what I meant. Yeah. That Damn get, it. They gets mixed up I all the time. I meant poly shit. Yeah. 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 No, I did. Because, you know, uh, it was Valentine's Day yesterday. And then, mm-hmm. and then the people that you care about all post. And then sometimes you learn more about the yeah. people you care about that you didn't know previously. Which and we've had good for them. conversations because that person knew that I was non-monogamous as well. So that was one of our points of connection. You don't know who I'm talking about, do you? I do. Because we've had multiple conversations about this. And I Oh, I didn't even think you knew her. Oh, no. This was some. Oh, great. Somebody else. So this is two people. We're, t- we're talking about different people. Oh, OK, good. Because I was like mega confused. I was like, oh, how in the funny. world? But but meanwhile, it's a small world. So yeah. it's totally possible. And, and there are more and more people now 
engaging in non-monogamous relationships than probably ever before out loud. They've always existed. Same thing as trans trans people have always existed. They've always been in the space because it's always been a part of reality and humanity. But they used to have to exist within a safe space because and public I, was not mm-hmm. safe enough for them it's to... It's still not safe enough for them. That's a very... But we got to do the work to make it safe enough. That's where I do feel very lucky. Where mm-hmm. like, oh, I get to just go walk down the street and like, yeah. I'm a male, white male... You know what I mean? Like I, 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 the things that I that you don't think about, mm-hmm. um, because other people have to deal with them and you don't. It's really weird. It's privilege. It's yeah, but awareness of that is is huge because then the gratitude is like flowing all the time. And then you have the ability to do something about it when you see a yeah. space that somebody can't exist in as themselves. You have the ability as the person of privilege to speak to your peers and say, hey. I noticed that there's only a male and a female bathroom, and that's leaving a lot of people out. Is there any way that we can maybe make a an all gender bathroom? Maybe yeah, we can, can just turn both of these. Yeah, can they just be bathrooms? That's a, that's a thing that an ally can do. And back the, to the straight men, though. We got to clean your men. shit up, dudes. God. <laughs> yeah. Put the Listen, seat down. I've seen some nasty ass women's bathrooms. Okay, like do not be mistaken. Women are nasty. For the most so. part, that's actually true when it comes to the actual mess. The ladies' rooms are made nicer, but how you all take care of them does not seem to be. <laughs> You're right this about is, this that. This is another thing. Like people, people are gross. <laughs> right, right. Just That's humans. Health and safety is so important, and it's never going to leave our sets because people are gross. <laughs> Even after the COVID and everything. Even after right. COVID, we're going to keep. There's a lot of stuff. I don't know what exactly it's going to look like, but there's a lot of stuff that's going to keep happening on our sets because humans are disgusting. I mean, think about all of the nasty ass lunch tables that all of us have sat in. All the weird places that you've eaten food. All the weird places you probably slept. Like the nasty stuff. You You've touched the times that maybe you didn't, maybe I'm talking for myself because I've also worked as a first AD. So all the times that I'm like, I can't possibly drink water because I can't walk away. Mm, right. That's very real. I mean, we have that obviously as well. Yeah. Yeah. Forget it when you have your period on set. Oh, I can't, I can't speak to that. <laughs> it's, that's, it, that's on some days when you're like, man, this is flowing and I can't go oh. anywhere. So let's just hope it ain't leaking. But now there are things like Thinks Underwear. Well, beyond, uh, yeah, you you were also an AD. I mean, it's not like, uh, or producer. So it's yeah, not both. like, uh, it's not like you could just step away. No, that's, you that's can't. That's not fun. Yeah. yeah. yeah I've, I've... Of all the things that you do, and there are many now that I'm <laughs> learning more about you, what is your favorite? What is, I mean, you... Uh. You know, I don't think I could ever pick a favorite Mm. because, and that's why I do so many things and I stopped trying. I really used to struggle for a long time, especially when I was coming up in production and it was like, you have to go the producer path. You have to go the AD path. And I'm like, but I'm doing all right doing both. Like I would hopscotch my jobs and do a little of this and do a little of that. And I think it did. Unions and guilds don't want you to do that. No, they don't want me to. They want your pension money. (laughs) I'm not in the DGA because of that. It's ridiculous. But let me tell you, I've run circles around a lot of DGA ADs. No offense because there are some extraordinary ones, but also because bureaucracies. And I've spoken to so many other people that can't get into unions in different crafts. And it's, you know, bureaucracies, different conversation. Um, But I stopped trying to pick which one it is that I like. And now I'm just at the point where I'm like, you know what? I like my job. I'm doing well. I'm supporting people. I love doing these other things. And I'm just going to keep showing up however I can. And that's how this whole thing happened. And you and I and all of us were having a conversation about sex coaching and, you know, me just trying to figure out how can I show up. I had so many questions. You had so many questions. we've been together for 11 years. And that's a long time in the world of sex. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, there's apps. You can swipe to have sex now. That didn't exist when I was whatever. So... 
it's just a different world. So I had a lot of questions as to like the questions I was asking. I, we should talk about it here because they were hoping for some interesting sex talk. I was asking like, you know, is <laughs> people do things that they didn't used to do regularly now. I was like, so is anal just like part of, is that just like part of it now? Is that just kind of like, well, here's ex- the thing. and you were like, well, look, everyone's different, but it's, it's, uh, it's pretty, pretty, pretty standard. <laughs> Been around forever. They were having a- anal sex back in the Roman days. That wasn't the question. <laughs> I don't deny that. Uh, I think more There was people... homosexuality from before. There, I mean, of course, I don't deny yeah. any of that. But I'm just curious as to what's happening out on the street these days. What I are think... people doing? They're laying it down and all the, everywhere, all over the, what's happening? Yeah, people are all over the map. People okay. are engaging in relationships where there's absolutely no sex and no touching. And it's all... Um, interpersonal connection and there are relationships that are strictly sex that have literally nothing else to them there are all different types of sex that people are having I think we have more visibility and more accessibility to it these days I know you're given the safe answer but I'm just curious for the people who are having sex it seems like anal is a bigger thing than it used to be and then uh, the only reason I was asking is because it, it I'm a kind of a I'm kind of a neat freak. I'm kind of a yeah. clean guy. <laughs> no, well, here's the thing. If you're going to have so that, anal sex, there is preparation to be That's had. what I've always heard. So, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. so much work. And people prepare <laughs> like how, What could it possibly... <laughs> I don't know. I guess I don't know. I don't know. Well, what do I know? Let's talk about the cleanse- the cleanliness for a second. Let's not. Okay. No. <laughs> my point is, my, where I was going was, how good could it be? And then, and, then, and then it's not really about me at that point. It's about, well, what, what she enjoys, because I'm aware now as an adult that 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 <laughs> that's a lot of pleasure can be derived from that which you know as a kid i'm just like i don't like it why would anybody <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean like i don't yeah. like <sighs> well look i know people that are with bi men and they're straight women and they have learned to do some anal play for their partner okay and it's gotten out of their comfort zone and that does take work but if you want to pleasure your partner and you're open to doing that then you do it in a way that is measured and that does not cross any of your boundaries that's going to be okay for the other person and it's all communication there's so much communication yeah and i need everybody to be very clear there's no judgment on any, any no. of this i i'm it's solely a place of curiosity for me yeah. I, I don't care what anybody's doing you should all do whatever the heck you want to do like that's what makes me happy is when consensual. people are doing what they want to do Yes. And not bothering other people <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> while they do it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so there's no judgment. I just was kind of curious because, you know, everything advances. Like cars mm-hmm. advance. And yeah. I stopped advancing from like 2005. Like that's why our car is what it is. <laughs> yeah. I think of my music repertoire. It's like Dave Matthews Band and Blues Traveler and shit from the 90s. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of stopped. I don't really have a whole lot of new shit. However, the technology has not stopped. So think about the cars and technology in cars and how it. I know that's what I don't like. So that's <laughs> that's why I'm at. That's the, your, this is the nature of my yeah, issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I stop and I'm stunted at these certain places in mm-hmm. my life of where I'm comfortable. I'm like, oh, okay, well that's the right amount of that for me, and uh, on whatever it is, mm-hmm. and and then I was curious because uh, because of the way all things progress. That's why I was curious what people were doing. I feel like I'm explaining. I'm spending a lot of time explaining why I asked the no, question. No, no, it's I, no. I think these are valuable conversations. And, okay, and because people are in the same boat as you, what, whatever it is that you're thinking and feeling and asking, I would put money on the fact that somebody else who will listen to this is going to think and oh. feel the same exact thing. Shit, so yeah, even yeah. you just explaining it is we're validating. doing this for other people. Exactly, it's yeah. validating for somebody else to be like, oh my god, I'm not alone. I thought that too. Oh my god. I think what I'm going to do for next time is I'm just going to literally draw a blue card of like 
bonehead questions that like yeah. dumb guy sex questions to ask the therapist. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe we'll do some of that too. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's. I don't know how we can make a game show out of that, but. Well, you got buzzers. I don't know. Oh, Press ah. <laughs> Is that the pizza man? Could be. We, hey, do, lo- we do love hey, weirdo. weirdo's pizza. But he won't deliver. You got to go get it. I got to go get it. It's just me. It's just me busting through the doors like, oh my God, it's pizza day, guys. I told her last time. I was like, all right, here's the deal. I'm ordering. I'm paying. But Ariel's picking it up. She goes, all right, we'll see Ariel in the parking lot. I'm like, all right. Also, I found out uh, just yesterday it's Ariel. So what are you going to do? Yeah, well, listen. Everybody says the mermaid name. and this That's is on- why I did it. But it's on me, Under too. Under the sea. I don't. I think I've blocked it out of my brain because I'm so used to hearing people say Ariel instead of Ariel that I don't notice it. I it's always somebody else that's like, uh, her name is Ariel. And I'm like, oh, were they were they saying it wrong? Okay. I and especially after living in New Zealand where everyone goes Ariel, like they couldn't even like that. Ariel? Ariel. I don't know. They said something like that. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I like Ariel. Kevin Nealon used to call me Ariola. <laughs> you worked with Kevin Nealon? Uh, when I used to sling drinks at the improv, I worked by day as a, a talent agent, and night I was a, a, a server at the improv, and the house MC was my client, and I made him a lot of money. <laughs> Craig Robinson would call her a limo driver. I bet. It's just like, man, it just keeps coming out. There's a, another uh, onion. <laughs> Ogres have layers, onions have layers. Uh, <sighs> you know how you told me that I'm an old soul? Yeah. Oh, because of all the previous. I think I'm an old. Well, that's why I wanted I to watch that movie with you that time because I knew you guys would get it. Yeah. You, Manuel. That was a really, really good one. Uh, we're talking about defending your life. Yeah, that was. I really enjoyed that one. Also, really enjoyed our late night school that you're putting me through, and I, I love that. Oh, <laughs> stay for another episode. Um, uh, we're talking about. Uh, it's available on HBO Max, by the way, in case anybody hasn't seen it. But it's the story of late night, and it was uh, done on CNN by Bill Carter and the New York Times people. It's really good, really, yeah. really well done. But the whole thing, from like Jack Parr and Steve Allen all the way through to like modern day stuff. It's really interesting to connect with the things that you knew and not realize that you knew, and then learn so much of what you didn't know. And well, and there was that moment where they all came from. Sometimes yeah. Too. Well, we were talking about Jimmy Fallon. And his mannerisms, and it was, was it Johnny Carson? Yeah, you said, oh, look it at that, it looks creepy. just like Jimmy Fallon. And I was like, well, that he's standing in the exact same spot. I mean, like, they, the Fallon Tonight Show did it on purpose. They literally get the suits yeah. cut and tailored the same way. Did the hair cut the same way. It was yeah. fascinating to, to actually watch Carson, because I don't know that I've actually seen him that young. No, you, we all think of old Johnny exactly. Carson, retired with the old, mm-hmm. fat, everything's, our grandparents. When yes. he was young and f- hip. Mm-hmm. We don't think of old people being young and hip, but we're all going to be old at mm-hmm. some point. Yeah. We're not young and hip forever. And we're all, whoever wants to, going to still be having sex. Because guess what? Old people still have sex. Great point. Because I was going to bring up Betty White, and she loved to have old people sex. <laughs> Love Betty White. <laughs> She's a, a prime example. Yeah. And they actually, talking about technology and how things progress, there are a lot of sex toys that are built specifically for people with disabilities and specifically for people who are older and maybe they have arthritis or maybe they can't reach certain places. Um, there are all sorts of different tools that are being created. And it's amazing because that means that sex and sexuality and pleasure is more accessible for all humans in different stages of their life. Because again, it is creativity. It is vitality. It is a part of us as human beings. And then what does the church say about that? <laughs> Struggle bad, okay. <laughs> well, and Just it's curious. really interesting because what you see with very religious people 
especially women, is that they grow up saying, don't have sex. You can't have sex. Sex oh. is bad. Chastity, chastity, chastity. Oh. And then as soon as they get married, they're expected to be a slut. How are you possibly going to make that change in your brain, let alone your body? The same thing for men. They're, they're taught the same things. And then, you know, whatever their expectation is from porn. And then there's confusion because the church is saying think everyone's ta- all this. You, you make a lot of gross generalizations. Like, this, everyone's taught no, this I and think, everyone's yeah, taught no, that. You're right. No, I, I don't, I don't agree with that because I, I, I haven't agreed with any of them no, no, yet. No, no, no. I don't mean to say everyone. And, and that is – and thank you for calling that out because I do need cr- to correct my language. And that is something that I've always struggled with and especially as an educator – I need to learn to say That's a all lot I'm thinking of. about. No, you're, you're someone who should have credibility. No, you're right. But all of us are humans. And, and that is what you were talking about, say, being scared of saying the wrong thing. That's me. It is terrifying to be a sex educator. It is terrifying because there's so many ways that I can screw up and I'm going to screw up. And I address that. And so, Not really, really. I mean, it's all kind of the same thing, right? Yeah, but they're... You're I just mean, telling someone to chase their joy and what feels good and you're... You know what I mean? Like maybe if you're unpacking, maybe there's some... Yes and no, but like I would say more of this type of a setting and more uh, of... Well, of I'm a, not a... Yeah. I mean, I don't make it easy for everybody. You don't have to. It's not your job to. But it is my job to be cognizant and be inclusive. That's my job. It's my job to make sure that I'm aware of my own language and that is ah. my job. Well, but I think I, you do a pretty good job overall. Well, thanks. But there was a few things that gave me a little spidey sense and i was like well trigger must be about me must be about me (laughs) and that's when i think to myself it's not about you because Mm -hmm. i'm i'm an adult now and i'm like "Ooh, why why because it is about me whatever that was yeah and i should not say everybody and i should not say always none of us should because that is not the truth (laughs) maybe it's because maybe i struggle so hard to get out of that habit i bet that's what it is all of it see because it's hard it again i'm doing it again it's hard but most of us do struggle with that. Yeah. We literally are in conversation about it, and I just did it. So, you know, <laughs> we are human. Struggle is real. <laughs> the struggle, the struggle is, is real. real. Yeah. yeah. What do you, are you enjoy? did you, I mean, I could talk to you forever, but did you enjoy this experience? I love this. This is great. I love the two of you so deeply. You oh. are just such incredible human beings Uh, and I adore you and I love what you're doing here and I love the community that you've cultivated I would have never guessed in a million years that the majority of my best friends in LA are car people are like like who would have ever guessed this but some of my deepest most intimate relationships are people from the community that you cultivated and that I mean I know you don't take that easily I know you're like no it's not me but the truth is we're all just part of something you know what I mean like I I don't want to take credit for something that's we're just part of the soup. No, but you created the space. You showed up, and you are the people that you are. And that is – is um, what is the word? It's not addictive, but it's infectious. I don't know. Mm. It's something good and yummy and delicious. And especially for those nougat. of us nu- – <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Nougat. Yummy and delicious. You are the nougat that keeps good vibes breakfast club together. I'll take it. <laughs> Sprinkle some peanuts in there. We yes. should, should all spend time in Europe. Europeans have a better outlook on sex, says Matt Vander Weilen. That is true. Not all, it depends on the, the, the country that you're in and the culture of that country, that country and the religion of that cult- country. Oof, you're right. I can't speak. Yeah, I know. <laughs> culture, country, all of it. Um, Ariel, how do you keep yourself from slipping up and referring to the dead name by accident? This is back referring to the trans conversation we had. You earlier. are gonna that's make. That's auto kennel. You're gonna. That's a, an excellent question, and you're gonna make mistakes. You are. 
because again, we are all human, but it's about how we move through those mistakes. So instead of lingering and saying, oh my God, I just said your dead name. I'm so sorry for saying your dead name. I just use blank name. Uh, and it's not so about that. It. It's just moving on. You say, oh, don't let's say the, the dead name is Dave and the real name is Lauren. You could say, can oh we, yeah, I was we, with- Just go back to- Oh, sorry. Bruce and Caitlin. We've established that that's what we're using. We did. It's easier. (laughs) Yeah, I have ADHD, so my memory is not great. I was terrible at callbacks and improv. (laughs) Great at improv because I don't remember what just happened, but bad at callbacks. Yeah, and I was like really good at concentration. (laughs) (laughs) We could use each other. Or I could use some of that concentration. Anyway, so. so The the better thing is to just kind of keep going. Yeah, so instead of, uh, and even if you're, uh, so let's give two examples. So let's say you're in conversation with Caitlin and and you say, oh yeah, Bruce and I were doing whatever the, oh, Caitlin and I were doing the other day. And you just move on. And if you're, yeah, and if you're in conversation with somebody else uh, and they say, oh, yeah, I was with Bruce the other day, and you can just say, what do you mean, Caitlin? <laughs> yeah. I can do that. You can do that. Exactly. So when people come on the show, please do expect that he's going to do that. Um, you can also. If and then it's, when they talk about Caitlin, I go, <laughs> yay. But it, it really is about acknowledging make the correction and move on it's not about lingering it's not about over apologizing feeling guilty it's not about that it's about make the correction move on carry through with the conversation because nobody wants to linger in that dead name so the answer is you can't help from slipping so just uh don't beat yourself up about it and move on you're a human reggie watts but at the same time people transitioning i have to have a lot of patience and forgiveness for those yes yes that's right at the same time people transitioning that's i feel that that's a very fair Mm -hmm. statement yeah Yeah, I mean, look, all over the place, we need to have patience for each other because, and especially when we're talking about transitioning, it is such a hard thing to do. And if you are trans or gay or any any part of the LGBTQIA plus categories, yeah, it's a lot. (laughs) If you are any part of those categories, then you are perpetually coming out always in your job, in your personal life in your family, everywhere you go, you are constantly coming out. So that's something that us people who don't have to do that should acknowledge. But also on the other side of things, if you are in transition or coming out in any way, shape or form, we do need to have a little bit of compassion for those around us who this may be brand new for. It is not your job to teach anybody anything and it is not your job to break boundaries or to put up with stuff or anything like that. You stick to your boundaries. But I think as humans... You were very firm with that. That was like... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Is that what you like when you sex coach? Sometimes if somebody okay. needs it. Just asking. Yeah. <laughs> no one no one should allow anyone to overstep their boundaries. You know, you got to yeah. keep your boundaries. That's what keeps us healthy. And that that is a very very important thing. Um but it doesn't mean that we can't be patient with each other, especially if it's somebody that maybe has never experienced like I'm the first Jew that probably 100 plus people have ever met in their lives. So I had to be a little bit patient with those people. And make corrections and be like, hey, you just so you're aware, that's not okay. And then they're like, oh, I didn't know that. Okay. But it's not my job to teach them. It would really be like somebody else's job to teach them. So as it pertains to anyone that, that's transitioning, on either side of it, we just need patience, we need kindness, and we just need acceptance. And if somebody is telling you what their name is, use that name. If they're telling you their pronouns, use their pronouns. If they're telling you their boundaries, keep those boundaries and pay attention to when they're telling you those things. <laughs> All right. 
We're going to need to have you make these a little more concise, these answers. My goodness gracious. <laughs> Anytime there's anonymity, people are going to be gross, says Sean Aaron. I don't know if I agree with that. Oh. I think of Alcoholics Anonymous, and I don't think yeah, of gross I don't know. people. I think of, I mean, if, I mean, what are we talking about, secret societies? I mean, maybe they're Yeah, gross. I'm not sure know. what the context of that is. I would need more information on yeah. that. Maybe you're right. Maybe I agree. I don't know. Oh, more love face XYZ online stripper stuff. Okay, great. Fantastic. Oh, there's a bunch of those. I'll just skip down to the bottom. All right. Uh, I love this conversation, says Reggie Watts. Thanks, Reggie. And stay pragmatic, says Reggie Watts. <laughs> <laughs> You're very engaging. This is delightful. Thank you for being so engaging. Um, <laughs> I could talk to you forever. We've done the time. It's already 630. I mean, right. I know we started late, but we've been going here for a while. Uh, is there anything that you want to say? Like, is there anything you came that you wanted to tell people or that you think is extra important that they should know on your first visit? Otherwise, you're just going to be back next month. Yeah, I think communication. Always always bring it back to clear communication because you cannot assume that other people know what you're thinking or what you're feeling. And when other people are expressing things to you, pay attention. (laughs) Remember those conversations. That's good advice. They matter. Those conversations matter. It doesn't matter how casual, you, you know, you could be on the couch, you could be in a car, you could be wherever you are. But if you're having an important conversation, remember it. And if there's something Listening. on your mind, speak your truth in mm. a neutral setting. Don't do it when you're fighting. That's not a good time. Oh, but that's when you think of everything. Yeah, that's when you got to, nothing, nothing's going to happen. That's when your brain is totally yeah. inflamed and you're like, and this, and this, and, and this, and this, and another thing. I'll tell yeah. you something else. And well, listen, we should do a whole episode on how to fight clean because that's. I'm good at that. Yeah. I am Mr. Clean Fighter because I don't fight with an ego. I have no interest in yeah. fighting. So all I'm trying to do is end the fucking fight. Mm-hmm. This isn't just with you. This could be with anybody. Yeah. In this case, someone. <laughs> Let's not point fingers. No, that's what we did at our old place. We figured out very early on in our relationship that <laughs> me being like you or the, her being like you, we just both agreed to say someone. Mm-hmm. Well, someone left the cap off the thing in the bathroom. Yeah. And I know only two of us live here and it wasn't me. So, uh, so I don't know who do it was. It was someone. It was just that. someone. Yes. But somehow someone wasn't inflammatory to either one of us. When the sentence starts with someone, mm-hmm. we both would start laughing because it's funny. Yeah. What we, our little mechanical, our little seesaw thing we made was funny and then it diffused it from here on out forever. Mm-hmm. So that's our private joke, but I highly recommend anybody else <laughs> trying something like that. But that's beautiful because it's a tool that the two of you came up with together and agreed upon together that yeah, allowed you our... to express what you needed to express. And yeah. that is what is important. Yeah, that didn't come from the therapist either. <laughs> we tried to, we, we yeah. started doing the marriage thing, before, uh, marriage counselor thing, like before mm-hmm. we got married, you know, to try to kind yeah. of. Start it off right. Finding a, therapist <laughs> or a coach. finding a therapist or a coach is like dating. It's got to be the right partner. Yeah, I don't think we had one that was smart enough for yeah. us. I think we were both kind of just, I think all three of us were running each other. We were. It was a ridiculous yeah. fucking circus. And a lot of therapists are not necessarily sex positive. So it, it is important that you look into that kind of stuff too. I'm trying to think. I think we did talk a bit about sex back then with her probably. I don't know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure. I don't know. Whatever. Um, how do people follow you? Thank you for being here. Thank you for being here. This was great. I'm sorry I was so out of sorts in the beginning. I, I One more hour. I needed one more hour today. <laughs> totally fine. I, too, was out of sorts. And she was having a, a, a bad day, you know, just MS bullshit stuff, you know. Which, by the sucker. way, Nicole, I would not know because you are such an extraordinary friend, and I love you within all of the depths of my soul. Thank you. <laughs> 
<laughs> Thank you for saying that. You're a pretty damn good friend, too, there, Ariel. Now that I know yes. your name. Oh, you nailed it. <laughs> no, but thank you so much for, for creating the space for me to come here because uh, – This I is going to be fun. This, this was is, just sort of a so meet and fun. greet, get to know you. In the future, it's going to be like – there's going to be outfits. She's gonna, it's going to be a whole thing. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. I don't oh know. God, I don't know I what it's going to be. I did have one thing to show you. Can I bring out sure. one last thing? You can do whatever you want. What are, you, what are we doing? Uh, Where'd you go? I went over here. <laughs> 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 what is that? It's a ball. <laughs> oh my gosh! Wherever the red light is. Where's? Oh, there it is. Wow. It's a Volvo puppet. We'll talk about this another time. You're gonna show it, but not talk about it? No, we gotta right. leave them wanting more. What, what's up? What's, hey, under, what's under there? What's under there? The clitoris. Ah. It's underneath. Not everyone knows. I'm showing the the kids, uh, the, oh, the, the people at home. I'm not used to you, being on this side of the yeah, camera. Yeah, I was going to say, but you work red. in studios. It's wherever the red light is. I know, but I'm also is. used to an AD or a uh, stage manager. There it is. See, I can follow you. I can follow you now. Let's do the test. Where is it? Are you yeah. testing me? It's whack-a-mole. <laughs> Super fun. Anyway, it's all clitoral the hood, clitoris. There you go. Okay. I'm, Love your vulva. But it's not a puppet. It is. I can stick my hand in it. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> Love me. Treat me well. <laughs> I Wait said, your for me to not expand. A your Don't just not a stick puppet. things in here. Your vulva is not a puppet. <laughs> she goes, no, it is. I can stick my hand in. <laughs> yeah, that one too. <laughs> I'm over it. Anyway. Let's see. Uh, I don't know what's happening Thursday because here's the blue card from today. It never got filled out. There you go. There you go. Um, we uh, love everybody. Oh, yeah. Follow me on Babes and Classics. There it is. Y'all follow me there anyway, so you might as well just keep on coming. Uh, babes and Classics, but you also have uh, Ariel... Zadok? Yeah, that's great. Is it great, but not right? No, I, I like that. I'm having like a what whole thing. Say? <laughs> I say Zadok, but sometimes Zadok. I say Zadok. It's her, a weird her thing. Her maiden, her maiden name. <laughs> I just had a fucking stroke. Her maiden name was Shabbat, C-H-A-B-O-T, which is beautiful and nice, except it's French-Canadian, and, it, and it's pronounced in a way that makes no sense to me whatsoever. It should either be Chabot, if you're doing the sh with a ch, and you do the ot, sh, Chabot, mm-hmm. or Chabot, if you're not, if you're Shabbat, like yeah. doing the ch from the sh. <laughs> yeah, I get that. And then at. Well, it's similar with my name because my dad's Israeli and he whitewashed his name when he came here. This is he what I'm asking. Maybe it's something similar. Hilik Tzadok. And then he came to the U.S. when he was in his 20s, tried to obviously work as immigrants do, and he changed his name to Philip Zadok. Wow. And then eventually he got over the whole Philip thing and was like, this is dumb. People should just learn how to say the, the name Hillock. And so they do. And <laughs> they did. All right. There you go. Uh, tune in March for more sex. And in the meantime, communicate and have sex and communicate while yes. you have sex. I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, no, communicate <laughs> when you have sex. So Before, after, during. I guess maybe it depends on who you're talking to. But it leads to better sex. If you're talking to someone. <laughs> Talk to yourself, too. <laughs> someone. <laughs> all right. We love everybody. I love you. We love you. We love all, you. with the vulva puppet, love you. <laughs> uh, love you please love one another. And, uh, well, how about that, huh? We'll see you Thursday. I don't remember what's up. <laughs> uh, this is great. You're great. You're great.